Welcome to Harvest Time. We're glad you have chosen to be with us today. I'm looking forward to introducing you to a young couple. Doesn't that have a nice ring to that? A young couple that is a part of the family here at Harvest and wanted to introduce them to you. But before we do, I wanted to remind you this weekend is the ongoing series, The Christmas Calls. Last week we had an outstanding time at church and looked at the Christmas call and the call of faith, and we're able to share the gift of salvation through Sunday, our Festival of Lights, and the outstanding job our college students did at the play and the expression of the story at Christmas. But in addition to that, uh, we were able to um, start the first of four-part series on Christmas calls. This coming Sunday morning, we will be taking a look not at the call of faith, but the call of peace and how God has given us the opportunity to share that story of peace, uh, a world that is at war with God himself. I'm thankful uh, that God has given us a mandate to share that as ambassadors. I'm going to talk more about that on Sunday morning at 1030, and of course many that come at 930 for our adult Bible fellowships, our teen activities, uh, and our uh, children's programs, all of that, including a nursery at 930, 1030 is our worship service. And then this Sunday, Sunday night, our family Bible hour actually is in the homes of many, many, many of our own church families that open up their homes and welcome in guests and visitors, what we call our watch care group. It's a chance for our leadership of our church to watch out for one another, to care for them. And um, so our Sunday night uh, family Bible hour is not in the auditorium. It's in homes. You say, Pastor, I'd love to get involved in that, then come Sunday morning, uh, we've got a kiosk out front. Nice, smiley, kind people there can give you all the information about getting you plugged into one of those watch care groups. I hope you take advantage of it. You know, this is such a busy time of year, and um, last night late, uh, fell into bed exhausted and thought, why am I so tired? And I realized, oh yeah, it's Christmas, of course. And so this is the time of year that we all love and enjoy, but it is awfully busy. I'm thankful to have a young couple here, and that is Robert and Jessica Castro, and uh, their family, a part of Harvest. First of all, welcome both of you to the studio. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you. We're glad you're here. You act like you're like um, veterans to this, so uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, on awe of this, guys. But uh, first of all, Robert, uh, talk to me here. When did you end up coming to Harvest? Because I remember uh, distinctly you... Uh, being on a Wednesday night, and Joe Havilland introduced you to me. I think that's the first time I met you. I'm sure you had been coming earlier. What what year was that? That was back in 2013. Wow. And um, had you been coming to Harvest for a while? We actually were coming on and off. Yeah. Um, prior to 2013. And so us is Jessica. So welcome, Jessica. Thank you. And you have children. Let's talk about important things, okay? How many children, age, all those good, important facts. We have three children together. Our oldest is Tossie. She's 16. Tano is 13. And our baby Ty is nine. Wow. Wow. You know, those names are so cool, you know? (laughs) Tossie and Ty, you know? I have a... A um, 
nephew Ty, but it's short for Tyler. This uh, isn't short, it's just Ty, right? Right, it's actually, they're all Chamorro names. So yeah. Tasi means ocean, Yes. right, body of water. Right. Tano means land. And Ty actually is an enhancer, it's a word enhancer. And yeah. if you, it means without or none. Um, so you use the word Ty in front of other words when exp- using it in the Chamorro language. Mm. So you must be speaking... Chamorro. That is correct. What's your ethnic background, Jessica? Well, I'm actually half black and half Chamorro. Really? So Born mom, and raised in Guam. And your mom and dad met here? Yes, yes. My grandparents mm. came out here military back in 1960s when Guam had about two gas stations and two stores. Yeah. My dad was fifth grade, and he oh. pretty much grew up here, met my mother in at JFK High School. And that's how I came to be. Now, your grandma and grandpa, did they end up going back to the States or they just stayed? Eventually, they lived on Guam for about 30 years. Wow. Mm-hmm. And so then your father that grew up here married? My Chamorro mom. Yeah. That is right. Wow. Where's your Chamorro mom from? My uh, village from Tumon. The minor family originally from Tumon migrated wow. over to Wistick Road after everything turned into hotels. Yeah. Yeah. And you then grew up going to public schools? I did. I went to public school. So Jigo Elementary, F.B. Leon Guerrero Middle School, and then graduated at Simon Sanchez High School. Simon Sanchez High School. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've been there a few times. Wow. What year did you graduate from high school? 1994. Now, Robert, when do you come into the picture on this here in 94? Uh, Or did I jump? Did I miss a whole section? um, I actually met uh, Jessica, um, uh, back then I was working at Banco Guam. What year was that, um, that Mr. Castro? <laughs> that was in uh, 1996. You're a keeper. 1996. What I, year did you graduate from high school? I actually graduated in high school in 1989. 89? I, so I, you like robbed the cradles <laughs> you're dealing with here? Um... If no, you, uh, no. Nah, not, I don't think <laughs> My son-in-law is like 82 years older than his, my, my daughter, so <laughs> just joking, joking. Okay. Yeah. Well, how we met was um, I was working at Bank of Guam, Dededo, and they had uh, first uh, FHP clinic, mm-hmm. and I saw this beautiful lady walking back and mm-hmm. forth. So uh, I was a new account representative, and... Uh, I saw her constantly, knocked on the glass and waved. Uh, she didn't wave back to me. but And then one day on a Saturday, I, which normally I was uh, working at Bank of Guam and as well going to school. So every Saturday I worked. And then she came in that Saturday and uh, waited till she uh, came to the front of the line. And I said, next, please. Nice. And so that's how that we was met. The first in the, the initial. That was the first and... The last that we basically, uh, I met her, asked her out, and then everything else is been together since. Yeah, well, good for you. So. Congratulations <laughs> to you guys. Well, let me back up now because we're just talking ethnic background for Jessica. So for you, Robert, you grew up on island, and that that is correct. Um, born and raised on Guam. Um, I'm eleven of twelve siblings. Mm. Um, Mom and dad is from. Um, we grew up in Talofofo. And then I left in uh, 1985 to live with my sister in California. Came back in 88, and I've been here since. 
How old were you from 85 to 88 then? I'm trying to uh, back up on the I was eighth there. grade, so. Uh, junior high and Yes, high I, I, I actually went to uh, Stevens Junior High in Long Beach, California. Long and then Beach. Ended up going to uh, Long Beach Poly High School in, yeah. in Long Beach as well. So. Yeah, there's some rough neighborhoods down there in Long Beach back in the day. It, it was. It was, yeah. you know. So, yeah, I had, you know, it was great. Um, I left for, of course, for all the right reasons, you know, just getting yeah. into trouble here and then, yeah. and then coming back. So you all then got happily married, mm-hmm. and then children started coming along right away. Yes, that is correct. We actually got married in in June of '98, um, and then um, I got married. Actually, I graduated from the University of Guam. We got married, then I joined the guard. Then right. two years after that, then uh, we had our first child, which is Tossie. Right. Yeah. Now, um, Jessica, I know you're working now, and were you just, um, you've been working this whole time and having children? How? What? Tell me what was yes, going on with correct. that. Yes, that's correct. So I've, oh, well, initially when we met, I was in the hotel industry. Um, but shortly after we uh, married, I went into the financial industry, investments. Mm-hmm. And in between that, yes, I worked, and we were having children. Wow. Yeah. Now, how did Harvest come into the mix about this? Um, um, well, at that time, um, we had had our second child, and that was Tunnel. And we needed, um, we, we were searching for a good preschool, one that was convenient for the both of us. So Jessica, of course, worked in Agana. I worked in, in Barragata. And so um, after looking at several, Jessica came to Harvest, and she said, you know, I think I found the right place. And uh, at that time, Tossie was actually attending um, Dodea. She was in the second grade. And so um, after we actually had ta- Tano go to uh, K-4, um, the following year, Tossie had asked us, why am I going to Dodea and why is Tano still at Harvest? So, right. so we eventually just, um, we actually saw, you know, how... Um, just how Tano reacted in, a, in in many ways, and even the teachers, and we kind of fell in love with it, and we have, and since then, we're, I mean, all the kids really enjoy it. Um, just the the camaraderie, the the atmosphere, they just love it. I mean, I mean, quite frankly, I I said it jokingly. Um, hey, uh, you want to go to public school? <laughs> They're like, N- no, yeah. you know, so. Um, that's how Harvest came about. Is we needed a place, and and Jessica, um, you know, Jessica, she's like the, everything she does is dot your eyes, cross your t's, and she really fell in love with the school. Yeah, and uh, it's a great school. And yeah. what's the difference now than you look back, maybe when you first got married, and and uh, you all been coming to Harvest. Lots of people come to Harvest. Um, and I'm glad for that. You know, I look back over last week in the Festival of Lights. I think they, they, they uh, I think they planned and trying. We we wanted to get a home run. I think we hit a grand slam, and we're not quite sure how we hit the grand slam. We had a couple thousand people here. I mean, we were you know overrun, and uh, I'm thankful for that. Lots mm-hmm. of people come. You know, we're trying to tell people the good news, um, not just the what and where and how the. the incarnation happen you know we're not just trying to give information we're trying to you know see transformation only comes from relationship with christ when and where did that happen for you robert 
Um, that happened uh, back in 2013, and that was that Wednesday you had mm. spoken. And I was going through a period of my life when I, I was going through this huge uh, trial, mm. and um, I needed to find peace. And being lost in the world, you know, and being just uh, not admitting that I was a sinner. And um, I got introduced to Mr. Bendo, and I knew Joe, Brother Joe Havilana, through his basketball, basketball ministry and just how he reacted is uh, there was something different and then then i just you know i said you know what i i i need i think i'm missing something and um and so spiritually I w that's what i was seeking is just comfort you know um i, I don't think mm, uh, well i don't think but i, I know that going to man uh, it, you know that kind of comfort is pretty uh, it's all about their experience but when you go biblically you know you find christ with his word as our counselor and our comforter and our savior he brings peace mm -hmm. no matter what we go through in our life um he is our counselor and our comforter and and that's what i was missing and so um going through bible studies with christian bendo and then that basically led to even doing bible studies with Pastor in Fuku, Kevin, and and to this day now, you know we um, I continue just uh, to stay engaged, yeah. and just uh, as Ephesians says, just put on the whole armor of yeah. God. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's how that came about. Wow. And Jessica, um, you know I'm happy to hear with your children, and and I do happen to know them and see them and. And they're very engaged, very involved, as you all, you know, are involved in lots of things. When you saw changes with Robert, what do you think in all of this, and what does that mean to you? I had a lot of mixed emotions. Um, first of all, the first emotion was I was actually overjoyed. It was um, a prayer answered for a very, very long time, um, but not just for him, for me as well. Um, like Robert mentioned, um, or at least, we're both actually first-gen Christians. Mm -hmm. um, we both come from Catholic backgrounds. In fact, we got married in a Catholic church. Mm -hmm. um, me, on the other hand, had exposure to Christianity from my black grandparents. Um, so I did grow up reading the Bible, having Bible studies, and and you know knowing who Christ was. Um, and but that's. There's a difference between knowing it and living it, mm. um, um, knowing Christ and knowing him as my savior. And as I grew up, um, kind of put him on the shelf for a little while, mm -hmm. um, partly to fit in to my um, Catholic family that I married into, um, trying to um, please everyone in the um in the Chamorro and Catholic um, traditions, mm. um, being careful in, you know, what I shared and what I knew um, as a young bride, you know, mm -hmm. not knowing better. Um, so it was so wonderful to have a partner um, to stand um, next to me in what I knew to be right and um, what was well for our family. Mm. Um, so it was a blessing for um, for the both of us yeah. and our entire family, um, so it made it um, a wonderful experience to um, to be a Christian, knowing mm. that my partner was in it too. Yeah, yeah. So, um, 
You know, Second Corinthians five seventeen, and I think I said it. Whether at the front end of this broadcast or before we went on air, that Paul said um, that you're new creatures in Christ. Old things pass away. Behold, all things become new. And it's progressive tense in the idea where um, we're constantly changing. There is a point in time where, um, and for some, they it's when they were younger. They they ask Christ to come into their heart and their life, and they'll go for years. I've known folks, even of uh, recent, talking to somebody that they said almost twenty years. They just said, "I'm going to do what I'm going to do," and then recently realizing, you know what, I I did know the Lord back in the day when I was younger, and I realized that I at this age now want to live for Christ and make a difference. I think our island. Um, it's very religious and wonderful people uh, that we have opportunities to get to know as as uh, neighbors. And as we've said often, it's not where you go to church, it's where you go and you die, because that ultimately has to be answered. What am I going to do when I take my last breath? Mm. And um, sometimes we don't know when that's going to happen. And I think for you, Robert, talking about um, joining the Guard and, and um, the not having the peace— uh, because there is war. There is war spiritually. That is correct. <laughs> and and just because a person comes to Christ, now we do have the capacity to um, fight the good fight of faith. You know, uh, when as we're doing this broadcast, of course, 75 years ago, uh, we got knocked unexpectedly in Pearl Harbor and four or five hours later for us, the 8th, the International Dateline, we as well were attacked, unexpected. Mm-hmm. And 2,400-plus uh, um, men and women were killed. And it's a good reminder as we realize the battles still go on. They go on with relationally. You know, you all are parents. You're trying to work hard and putting your children in a better place and maybe for, for both of you where you had some deficiencies. There are some things that you're very thankful for and passing that on and helping them get better, putting them in an environment that's helpful to that. And so, you know, uh, when we have guests and visitors and folks like yourself that are part of the Harvest family that are from this island, uh, um, eth- ethically, we have responsibility to say these are the kind of people that you want to be able to meet and know. Jessica, as we close here, you know, you say, if I had an opportunity to share something, this is what I would want to say. This is what I'd want people to know about. What would that be? And the same would be for you, Robert. I'm saying it sure. off the fly for your wife because sure. she's quite sharp off her feet right mm-hmm. here. So, <laughs> Well, um, what would I want people to say? Um, Well, Christ is our Lord and Savior, and he wants to be friends with all of us. And that is a wonderful thing, especially um, for someone like me who um, did not necessarily grow up in a Christian home, who did not have um, a pastor as a father or or just have Christian parents that um, was there for them to mm-hmm. teach them the right way, um, who had to find their own way and made many, many mistakes. Mm-hmm. And Jesus still loves us, and he wants... Um, he wants us to call upon his name and, and to give it all to him. Yeah. And he wants us to wipe the slate clean. And no matter who you are, no matter what you've done mm-hmm. in your past, um, 
you too can be part of his kingdom and he wants us Mm -hmm. if you just give it to him good well said robert want to add anything to that um yeah sure um i just want to say that uh you know in in all that we do in this world um we're going to experience sin it's a matter of repenting Mm -hmm. from that sin and um my bible verses um and the kids and i actually uh kind of talk about this is proverbs 3 5 6 that mm-hmm. we just trust in the lord with all thy heart and lean on on our own understanding and our ways acknowledge him and he will direct our path you know we we uh, seldom don't do that we seek to man and not christ mm-hmm. and uh, like i mentioned earlier you know we need to find comfort in him mm-hmm. and not in man and um that's the great thing about being christ and just having the holy spirit we can go to him him alone uh, Jesus being the mediator between uh, us and the Lord, mm. and uh, I just uh, I'm just so grateful that I can be around a bunch of believers that we can come into prayer together and just continue just to grow, um, walk by faith and not by sight. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening to Harvest Time today on KHMG 88.1 FM Harvest Family Radio. We would like to invite you to our regular services at Harvest Baptist Church. This Sunday, things begin at 9.30 a.m. with Adult Bible Fellowships and Children's Programs. Our regular morning worship service is at 10.30 a.m. And then this Sunday, in the evening, we also have our watch care groups. Thanks again for listening to Harvest Time.